Luzon Island, the Philippines, April 17, 1945. The American 37th Infantry Division was closing in on the Japanese 14th Army Headquarters. General Yamashita had only the 5th Company 10th Tank Regiment as his reserve. This company had three medium tanks and two light tanks. Since Japanese tanks could not fight toe-to-toe against the Sherman tanks, Yamashita directed the company to conduct suicide attacks with their tanks. Japanese crews attacked explosives to the front hull of the Type 97 tank and a Type 95 tank. The 5th Company commander hid these tanks in bamboo along Route 9, down which he expected the Americans to advance. That morning, 2nd Battalion, 148th Infantry, sent two companies of infantry supported by Shermans and tank destroyers down Route 9. The Japanese repulsed the initial attack by launching kamikaze attacks with two of their hidden tanks. These tanks charged the Shermans as they rounded a bend in the road. The lead tank was surprised at the sudden appearance of Japanese armor. The Sherman attempted to back away but drove into a depression alongside the road. Two Japanese tanks rammed and knocked out two Shermans, destroying themselves in the process. The surviving Japanese crewman, brandishing a sword, jumped from his tank and charged futilely toward the Americans. With the help from F Company's flanking attack, 2nd Battalion cleared the Japanese from their main defensive position on Ridge A. A local Japanese counterattack failed to dislodge the Americans, and the 148th Infantry sustained 10 killed and 75 wounded, while the Japanese suffered over 100 dead. This was the only reported use of Japanese suicide tanks in the Pacific Theater. So you won't see this special rule in any other scenario. <laughs> Shall we better? <laughs>
of the two back areas, I think the one on the left, uh, from the Japanese perspective, is the much more uh, important one. I think it's it, that's the one where the Americans can can get to. the uh, The one on the right is, I'm hoping, you know, very hard to get to, and I have it a lot lot lighter defended. Although I have the the the, the uh, counters arranged so it looks like they're evenly defended. Because to get to the one on the right, he has to go up up a four level hill and down again and through a, a, a river of a, a stream and so i just don't know if he's going to make that so uh my goal is as i said to stop him from seeping around early to to die in the first one with uh as long as i can survive as long as i can and then hold out on the second one for the win uh as a tactical point the japanese in this scenario can can hip two uh, i'm sorry two squad equivalents so i've deployed uh, uh one squad and i have two of them hipped in, in uh, in, in victory hexes. In or I have to be within two hexes of a hill hex on each of these areas to win. So I hipped one uh, squad equivalent to two, two, three, sevens in, in four in, in woods hexes around the, the, in the left hill. On top of the left hill, I hipped a, a two, two, eight, a... Oh, I'm sorry. I, okay, I, you're right. I, I could. I hipped one in uh, L17. Uh, Th thank you, Dave. I hipped one in O18. Uh, and then I also hipped a uh, machine gun in N18 with a 228 and 9-1 liter, my heavy machine gun. So that hill is actually fairly heavily defended. Uh, there's a unique feature with tanks here. They have DCs on them. The Japanese were desperate and they couldn't do much to the Sherman, so they tied DCs on. They tried to ram them. Uh, that's that's not a bad thing. That may come into play. Um, I have a tank. Oh, and the tanks can be hip by SSR. I have one hipped and B16 on the right hill. I have one hipped at I-19 uh, in uh, looking down the road. That's my one with the 57, L, uh, 57 gun, which is the only one that can really take on a Sherman and destroy it. And then I have one hipped in uh, K-20 looking sideways so that when he comes down the road, I can possibly get a side shot. In front of the 57L, because when a 57 tank in um, I-19, I have a set DC in I-20. And I have a hip tank hunter hero, you can do that, read the rules, in H19, who will set off that DC if he comes to, because to, when he sees that 57 tank, he's probably going to try to swarm it. So I have a DC in front of it, I have a tank hunter hero to release the set DC in front of it, and I have a tank in K20 shooting into the side of it. So it's a little tank trap. Uh, hopefully that will work. I also have a tank hunter hero hipped in... U7, which is the road on the upper hill that he would take around to get around me. Then I also have a DC hero hipped in uh, beef, uh, I'm sorry, R4, uh, controlling the road as it comes around, which I think he'll come. Uh, those are obviously there just to try to get a tank. Um, this is uh, 1945, so the Japanese are allowed to um, hip uh, their DC heroes. And um, I guess that's pretty much what the, the deal is. And we'll we'll read off. Go ahead and read off each, well, each the, uh, on board group also. Sure, so I will do that. Uh, and then sure. We'll be ready for Bob. I will tell you what's there. In O twenty, I have a four four seven. Concealed. Concealed. I, everything's concealed because he's coming from off board. In M twenty, I have a concealed four four seven. I have it. My one four four eight in L eight uh, nineteen. I'm um, sorry, an, uh, with a light machine gun and a nine one liter. So with that and the hip machine gun up in. N18, I have really all my leadership there. Um, I have a 447 uh, in C18 uh, Bamboo, his PTO train. I have a half squad in D18 to make it look like there's some guys there. And I have a um, full squad in E19. 
I also have one hip guy in F19 on the other side of the gorge, and he's there. He's a half squat. He's there because he's hard to get to, and he's two hexes from D17, which is a victory hex. So it, on, on the, uh, on the in my estimation, in a likely case, he attacks that hill. I'll have a hip guy there. I have um, in 05 in the up front group, I have a 228 uh, medium machine gun and an 80 in 05. Now you'd say, why are they there? He's coming from the other side. They're going to take off down that road the first chance they get if he doesn't come around with a tank, and they're going to try to join the back group, uh, abandoning their friends. I have a uh, in I 5, I have a 447 and a mortar. The purpose of that mortar and that 447 is to, are, is to interdict anybody coming through the W, X, and Y rows, and they can also see down into the stream from their height. And so if any Americans try to come rolling through there, their only job is to shoot those guys up and make it tough for them. I then have three 447s in F7, S8, and R7. And those are just the delaying force. Then I have my four dummies in 07 looking like the medium machine gun so that he may pause before he comes rolling right up the road. Um, that's pretty much my setup. All right. And as a neutral commentator, I don't have anything to say. <laughs> I'm just thrilled to have these two great players uh, at my house and bringing this to you, the listeners. So we will... Oh, um, Rich made one mistake. He's, his um, Japanese conceals in C-19, not C-18. And uh, I'll take some pictures, and then we'll call Bob down, and he will talk about his plan of attack. Okay, so Americans, they have 14 squads, uh, 8, 7 morale, 6, 6 morale, 4 leaders, including a 9, 2, and 3, minus 1 leaders, uh, 1 heavy machine gun, 2 medium machine guns, 2 bazookas, 3 Sherman tanks, uh, 1 Hellcat tank destroyer, and 1 uh, Priest uh, which is a 105 uh, self-propelled gun. So those are a pretty powerful force coming in to uh, take on a much less powerful Japanese force. However, the victory conditions are pretty, pretty uh, stiff in that I got, have to take two of three areas on the board, and they're all they're situated in a triangle, so it's not... Each area is further, you know, pretty far from each of the other areas. So you got to take two of those three areas and clear them out of, uh, of Japanese uh, troops. Um, the, it's going to be tough because the Japanese, for me, because the Japanese, they've got concealment, they're on hills. So to get at them, I'm going to have to try and, try and, uh, you know, move up, up hills, which is, means it could be a lot of uh, CX units, which aren't good going against Japanese. You don't want to be CX going going into uh, adjacent to Japanese because they'll ambush you and kill you and, and walk away. The Japanese also get hip, automatically get some hip guys, which will mean they've got two squads worth of hip uh, units they can put on the board. This makes it especially tough for me because they can, they can kind of spread them around and the jungle hexes around these victory areas, and then I'm going to have to search through all those jungle hexes to make sure they're not, uh, you know, hanging out there to pop up at the end of the game to win it. Uh, so it's pretty pretty stiff victory conditions and not a lot of time. I'm going to get six movement phases, and uh, that's not a lot of time with 
the uh, the terrain with all the hills and jungle and stuff, it's going to be real difficult. Uh, we have to really move quickly to uh, to be able to take two of the three areas. And you're playing with your left force. Okay, the way I've got it set up, decided to approach it. There's, you know, I've got, you know, my um, my left, my center, and my right. Um, my right's actually the most open of the terrain, and I can move the quickest through it. Um, problem I see with that is it's almost it's almost too open, and I'm, I'm pretty sure those guys aren't going to make it through there. Um, I also can't get any armor up there because I've got this the double slopes coming out of the the, the stream. Um, so if I want to get armor through there, I'm going to have to. I would have to go through the the center of the board, which I'm sure Rich is going to have plenty of guys hidden and ready to uh, to hit me on those uh, jungle roads there on that hill. So um, what I decided to do was to go to my left, which is it's going to take a bit more time. However, there's nothing he can set up to interdict my first two movement phases. So I can get up on this level four hill. Um, I can get my armor up there as well, which means that armor can see uh, the other two victory uh, areas and put fire on those victory areas. And then my infantry can then, you know, it's gonna, they're going to have to move fast at the end because they're only going to basically have a turn to clean out one area, but they should get there without really taking any fire or having to worry about getting ambushed. So that's my plan, where it's the right way to go or not. I'm not, you know, not sure. We'll see how it plays out. But uh, so I went heavy to my left and in center, and really nothing. I put one squad on my far right because he can kind of infiltrate down the uh, the stream. Um, and uh, and that's it. We'll see how it goes. I got a my my plan then for the two victory areas. Then once you see my setup is pretty obvious. I want to take the the up front one, and then the one on my left. Uh, those are those are the two I'm going to look to take. And then we should name <clears throat> name what's in each stack. Sure. In our entrance hex. Sure. To start off, and then we'll be ready to go. Okay. Go ahead and do that now. Um, write that down. <clears throat> okay. So, going from my left to right. Um, coming in at I-10 is uh, the priest. Um, now his, he's going to look to head straight up the hill. He'll only get about halfway up the hill on his first turn, but by the second turn he'll, he'll be um, in hex K4, which, which will give him uh, the ability to see both uh, the M19 hill and the C17 hill and either uh, you know, fire uh, smoke or he can fire HE, depending on what, uh, what the targets are. Or white phosphorus, I think he has quite a bit of that as well. Um, then next to him, coming in at J10, I've got uh, a leader, uh, 8-1 leader, plus three squads, including a bazooka. Uh, they're going to, again, they're going to head straight up the hill. They'll get about halfway up on their turn one. Uh, coming in at K10, I've got uh, two Sherman, or uh, excuse me, one Sherman tank. Um, I've got my uh, Hellcat tank destroyer and then a big squad, which includes uh, two and a half squads. I have my heavy machine gun, my medium machine gun, my 9-2, and they're going to also try and get up on top of the hill to, to uh, K4 to be able to put uh, serious firepower uh, on the other two, two areas. Then uh, we go to my center force coming in at Q10. I've got uh, two and a half squads. 
nothing nothing fancy they're going straight straight up to God up that road uh, next to them on R10 on R10 I've got my Sherman tank uh, a couple squads and a leader coming in on S10 I've got uh, my last Sherman tank and I've got uh, a couple of a squad a couple of half squads T10 I've got uh, a 91 leader in, in a squad U, U10 I've got a squad and a bazooka and on W10 I've got a single squad so those are those are my uh, forces. Now, interspersed in this podcast, we tried something a little different. I just kind of interject some play-by-play commentary as the game's unfolding. So it may not make total sense to you, but we'll leave it in to catch a feel of the game as it went, as it progressed. And we'll still do the regular reports at the end of each turn. And I'll put a, a camera sound in between the little snapshot play-by-play reports. Yeah, just like that. Bob had armored assault into S10, and Rich's little squad up in S8 managed to break both men. Tank continued up. Bob unbuttoned to try and throw smoke up onto T8. Got a pin check from the subsequent shot from uh, the Japanese squad and had to button up and then missed the smoke by one. Rolled a three. (laughs) Bob's sniper just got a one on Rich's sniper, so his number's down now. And then Bob just brought a half squad up into, was that residual shot, guys? Uh, no, I, 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 he brought him up into the, uh, onto the ledge, and my a guy uncloaked the uh, squad of 447 and took a shot and threw snake eyes, and, and killing the half squad. Yeah, so I've just lost a half squad on snake eyes. Oh, no, Bob just ran a squad straight up the road. Half squad. Half squad, luckily, to G to 08, and then he... Um, Rich revealed a squad in R7 and rolled a three, and there's another half squad gone of Bob's forces. Rich is rolling better than I do. And Bob's squad went up to R8, took a subsequent shot, and Rich rolled a five, and Bob rolled a. Ten, so not a broken guy, but at least he's not vapored. Bob had moved his large stack on his left from looks like J10 straight up the hill to J7. Uh, he's got a vehicle in front of that somewhere on K6. Is that gentleman? Uh, yes, he's on uh, J8, J7, and then he has a vehicle bypassing J9. J6. J6, I'm sorry. Yeah, J6 bypass vehicle. And M7 is his other large stack, and a vehicle in it, and a vehicle behind it. Okay. And that's going to end. Well, we're going to go to advancing yet and stuff. That was the end of his move. So we're going to do stripes. Bob's advancing fire from U9 to T7. Red striped the Japanese T seven, and then a, a Japanese sniper just broke a squad <laughs> in Bob's stack. Or if you get you know Yahtzee, I rolled three sixes. 
In J7, one squad is broken from a sniper. Japanese in turn one. Mr. Domovic appears to be skulking or something. Or maybe he's moving back further, I don't know. But he's not prep firing anything. Bob's using his defensive shots to probe empty hexes, looking for hidden Japanese. Okay, um, uh, my turn. I, uh, I was fairly lucky up in the middle. I killed uh, two half squads with good rolls. He striped one of my squads. And um, so what I did in my turn is I skulked back. I uh, kept the mortar guy in T5, still covering the end run, which is not going to occur now. He's, he, tacked, uh, he actually uh, fooled me, and he's tacking up the tough hill. Um, my other guys all set up on the hill uh, ridge of S6, R6, and O6. Um, they Can you actually read specifically what's in each hex. Okay, sure. Uh, there's a there's a stripe squad in RS six, a full squad four four seven in R six, and another full squad in O six. The deal is to stay on the hill, and he can't get up without going CX himself, and so they're going to be able to shoot at him, and he'll stripe them, and eventually they'll melt away. My uh, medium, which was going to run back, actually went rolling over to N four because I'm reacting to the fact that he has a a significant force coming in on his left, and so I have a machine gun and a crew and a 9-1 leader uh, concealed but CX in N4, and then um, I took one other guy off. All the guys in the back hill stayed except the guy in LM20 went to L19, and the leader squad and machine gun ran to I18 because I'm trying to figure, I'm trying to stay flexible for Bob's option should he rush my left hill. I was going to reinforce it. But other than that, a fairly normal turn. I'm in okay shape so far. I don't think there's anything wrong. And then, Rich, I thought you were going to um, use the mortar on the stream? Yes, the mortar covers the stream. Wasn't enough of a target when you came across? Well, the, the two-level woods blocked me oh, here. Correct. But if he comes anymore, I will shoot him. And, and, and frankly, that, that attack is not materializing too, too much. So, it, okay. so he's going to take off pretty soon. All right, thanks. And then we'll go to Bob for his report at the end of turn one. We've got uh, two squads, uh, eight one or uh, yeah, eight one leader. I got my priest in bypass. K seven, uh, two half squads, one with the bazooka. Uh, M seven, I've got uh, Sherman tank. M eight, I've got my uh, Hellcat. And uh, six. Is that just the big same big stack as the start? Um, yeah, the N6, I got all my machine guns up there with my 9-2. Q8, I've got a concealed squad. R8, I've got a 667. R9, I've got a broken squad. Uh, S9, I've got a Sherman plus a squad and an 8-1 leader. Uh, and T8, I've got a Sherman and a half squad. T10, I've got a 9-1 leader, a 667, and a broken half squad. U8, I've got my 667 with the bazooka, and V7, I've got a concealed uh, 666 Devil Dog Squad. Those are my guys. All right, and it was a brutal first turn with some low rolls against you yeah. and bad morale checks, but yeah, you're well, feeling you're going to still pull this off, right? Well, yeah, that, that's lost two half squads, so that's you know that's going to happen. Yeah. It's not that big a deal. He broke a couple of guys, but they were all. We broke about four guys actually, but they're pretty much all going to be rallied by, uh, by my start of this this coming turn. So, yeah. so your plan of attack will stay the same for now. It, it is. I I may because in the middle he uh, he 
he kind of kind of knocked me good pretty good. I may have to kind of peel my hill guys from my hill guys over to help take the the top hill rather than just heading straight straight back. So I may I may do that. Plus he put the squad here or this group of guys in N4. Now that's it's 50-50 that that's his dummy because he's got four dummies. Um, so I that could be one of these two stacks is a dummy stack. Either the either this one the, or that one. Uh, Q Q5. So either N4 Q5 is a dummy. I'm not sure which. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of thinking Q5, you know, but I'm terrible at guessing those those type of things. So I'm always wrong. Um, so we'll see. I'll probably run uh, run a half squad in in the P5 right away. See if he draws any fire. Uh, see if he tries to strip my concealment. Um, so which he, I guess he can because Q6 is definitely a real squad. I know that. The other option I can run a half squad up to O5. And see if he wants to strip concealment. Um, now I think he probably can see him from back, back on that hill. Maybe, maybe. So we'll have to see. But if he he lets that guy go, then I know that that's the dummy then in, in N four. So. All right, All right. ready for turn two. Ready to go. Uh, Anyone? Oh, so if, if there's somebody there, you would reveal them, right? Yeah, yeah white phosphorus would be a morale check. Bob oh, yeah. placed white phosphorus from the creek guy, the guy in the river. Yeah, there was a tank under here. Oh. There was a tank under here. Over there. Yeah. And he's uh, dead. He's gone. Yeah. From, wait, what? What? He had a tank under hero hip there. He takes a morale check. Right. The tank under hero is eliminated. Once he reveals. Unless oh. It's, unless he's attacking. Oh. Okay, Bob just threw smoke well, from white phosphorus from U8 uh, to U7, and it took out a tank hunter hero with white phosphorus. Very good hello. play, Bob. We have this bowl of chips out here, and the players are so into the game, they're not even eating the chips. It's amazing. And now my daughter's here. She wants to go to her piano lesson. She, luckily, she just got her license. She's going to drive herself there. No, no, no crashing the car, Meg. I'll try not to. Bob is. I know if you're all six and there's somebody next to you, take casualties. Bob is uh, searching a little here, and we're looking up the rule on if you roll a six when you're searching. There's a plus two against the Japanese when you're searching for them because they're so good at hiding. Ready? Okay. Uh, my strategy here is I'm trying to redeploy towards the hill I thought he would never come after because he looks like he's coming after it. So having said that, uh, the, the man in E18, the full squad who was striped uh, this turn by his tanks up on the hill at the line of sight that I probably should have seen, is now back in D17CX. He's then, and uh, he came there. Uh, the, the guy with the machine gun who was in uh, in the middle to reposition dove into the gully and went to G17. He's coming to reinforce that hill. My uh, two squads on the other hill went to uh, K20 uh, and L19. Um, still concealed. Still concealed, and there's still a heavy machine gun up there to help harass him as he comes off the big hill, and I have the two half squads back there. I'm hoping that... Still Still hidden, so I'm, I'm thinking that hill's pretty good. Now I'm starting to worry about the hill I didn't worry about. In the, uh, yeah, D18 and C19, uh, those two squads stayed there. Um, and then up in the, uh, the little tiny frontal thing, I basically repositioned my squads. Um, I got a white phosphorus result on, on the armor in um, U6, so he did no damage to my guy with the mortar. 
and um, and and then I, I basically I did create a berserk guy in 07 and so I repositioned uh, my stripe squad in R6 to take up the berserker um, I split my dummies who everybody knows by now B4 and uh, Q5 and then I have a concealed squad in B5 and then I have a, a full squad in S6 R6 is the the soaker and then the guy with the Mortar in um, T5 is just going to take it and hopefully uh, delay him a turn. I'm hoping he gets a little nervous about taking that hill and he runs the 9-2 over. But I think Bob's too sharp for that. I think the 9-2 is going to head for the uh, the back right hill. Um, and so we'll see. Uh, I think this turn and the next turn will tell a lot of what happens. Um, if I can uh, get a shot with my heavy or something at the 9-2, I have a shot. Otherwise... Um, I think he may take the back hill, but it, it, it's still not over by a long shot. Okay. All right. Forces going uh, from left to right. J1, I've got two squads and an 8-1 leader. They're all concealed. Uh, K4, I've got my priest, my hellcat, and then a two concealed half squads underneath them with a bazooka. Over in N4, I've got my 9-2 leader, plus two half squads with medium machine guns. They're the ones who just uh, killed the... Uh, crew up there the, in, close in close combat. I've got in 05, I've got my broken heavy machine gun, uh, plus I've got uh, my uh, Sherman. A P7, I have a broken half squad. In Q7, I have a Berserk 546. In R7, I have a 666. In R9, I've got a 546, a broken 667, and an 8-1 leader. S7, I've got a 3-4-6 half squad. T7, I have a concealed half squad and 9-1 leader and a broke 6-6-7 six, six, squad with the bazooka. U6, under the uh, dispersed white phosphorus, I have a Sherman tank and a 6-6-6 six, six, six squad who's CX. Right behind them in U7, I have a 6-6-7 six, six, squad and another Sherman. And your strategy, your thoughts here? Thoughts. Uh, it's kind of, you know, it's, it's a turn that was okay for me, I, I suppose. I think I caught Rich a little off guard attacking on my left. I don't think he was expecting that. Um, whether that it's going to work or not, I don't know. What, you know, take a little time. Like I wanted to do, I have my tanks and infantry up on top of the hill uh, at the end of turn two. So now I command that hill there's not a ton of great line of sights from the hill but it keeps him from reinforcing really from one side to the other uh, for those the other two hill victory locations um, I took out his medium machine gun and, and, and leader in close combat but he did kill a half squad that was that was with that group uh, but it's good to get them out of the way uh, it's slow going on the front front uh, hill and I move up, and he shoots and breaks my guys, and that's kind of how it's going so far. So I've got, uh, you know, I, it is taking its toll on him a little bit. So I've got um, kind of a big turn for me if I can make some, some serious progress here on the hill. I'm not as much worried about this hill as I am being able to get to the back. I think I've got enough time on the front. Even if things don't go well for me this turn, I'm still going to have three more movement phases. Yeah. So i got time up front. It's really if I'm going to have enough time with my left group to be able to get and clear uh, that left side victory location. Right now it looks pretty good, but we'll see. Trying to jump them in close combat. I kind of like that idea. Mm -hmm. 
I just learned that if you have a broken squad that's in a hex with a berserker, he can still route out of the hex. Sure. And I also learned that it, you can advance a concealed guy into open ground as long as the what, Bob? As long as they can't get a first fire movement open ground shot, they exactly. can stay concealed even in open ground, even behind the tank, and even with the tank exactly. in it, or anything that would block it, right? So grain or anything. So, and I think I also just learned that a berserk guy stays berserk till he actually kills someone. I yeah. think or, I was. Or he charges a hex and or he has no one in his line of sight. In sight. He charges the last hex and he can't see anybody. And he kind of reverts. You know, but like, since he charged, he saw someone. He broke them in firepower, advanced fire. Then he the guys fled. So he's still crazy, just standing there going, hey, "I want more blood." Right. Okay, I swear I did not know that, Bob. <laughs> I'm also learning that Berserk guys are not good order, so they can't fire group. Yeah, they can't fire group in, in, in a normal... I think if they're in the same hex, they can fire group. I'm pretty sure. Look it up. These guys aren't going to shoot. And then here in turn two, Bob made a big... Or turn three, Bob made a big push down on his left. He's down across the stream. I'll take a picture, and we won't report in. Sure. And on yeah. the right side is... Um, they're still duking it out, like, on that hill. And then we'll we'll play turn four, and then we'll report after that, probably. This is the end of the U.S. turn four. Mm. Hello, it's a couple turns later here. Um, my um, my re, uh, realignment of my forces um, has, has shown up. Bob has taken the entire hill up front. There are only two dummies there deny, the, denying concealment. He's aware of that. He took them out in bloody CC, um, reducing them and CCing them. And one of my guys threw a 12. And whatever happened, they died horrible deaths. Um, and he is uh, he's, he's, he's invading the hill on the right. Um, and that's going to be the battle for the game. My uh, heavy machine gun in NA18 uh, uncloaked itself and took a, uh, a, um, a boresighted hex shot at a, uh, something down five but didn't kill a guy. But he's open there now, and I still have my two hip guys on the left hill, so I don't think he can get uh, there in. Uh, they're still in the same hexes, L19 and... 018, so he, I think he cannot get to them. I he think, would have to find them and search for them? Right. Well, he has to make them not in good order, right. and so he can't do that. And on my other hill, he's made some good progress. Um, I have my uh, tank in B16, uh, my uh, 47L un decloaked and killed his um, uh, 14, the, the, low, the 105 uh, uh, gun tank. Um, and all my other guys in the area are decloaked except for my hidden guy in F16, who qualifies as two hexes. In C16, I have a striped uh, first line squad. I have a concealed uh, elite squad with a light and a 9-1 leader in the gully of a D16. I have a uh, full squad in D18. I have a half squad in, in E18, and I have a full squad in H19. And then I have a hip in E18, a hip first line CX squad. So I have guys to defend it. He's got squads too. He's got one, two, three, four, five, six, six guys. He has two movement turns to reduce my hill to no good order units. Um, at this point, uh, I would guess it's 60-40 me. That's just my guess. I, I could be wrong. You know, that's such as it. Um, what else? Uh, my plan is to move my heavy machine gun off the hill to um, L15, where it's going to cover his 9-2, which is in F19, uh, and also cover E19. And so I'm going to try to retard uh, the 9-2, who I fear the most. 
and um, and then everybody else is just going to try to uh, skulk, um, except for the the guy in D18 who is going to shoot. He's in bamboo. So that's my plan, um, and we'll see how it works out. Sure. Um, we'll start on board 2A because I have a lot of guys there now. I've got um, half squad and a bazooka in A16. I've got a full squad in A17. I've got my Hellcat plus a concealed uh, half squad and lead, 8-1 leader, and that's in B17. B18, I have a, the uh, crew from my priest. In C19, I got a 667 squad. In E20, I've got a half squad with a medium machine gun. F19, I've got a concealed half squad with a medium plus my 9-2 leader. Uh, okay, going on to board 50. In I1, I've got a Sherman tank. In P6, I got a broken uh, half squad. In Q5, I've got an 8-1, a second line squad, and a first line half squad. In R4, I've got a 9-1 leader uh, and two squads. S3, I've got a uh, CX second line squad. In S4, I've got a squad. S5, I've got a Sherman tank. In T4, I've got a squad with the bazooka. So those are my guys. What's that busted vehicle over there? I missed this, that. Um, that's a Sherman. I went and bypassed to try and freeze a squad of riches. And he rolled a three. Uh, he needed a he needed a four to immobilize. He rolled a three and, and killed him. So yeah, on reaction fire. So uh, yeah. Okay, and so you've finally taken that top hill. You think? Taking the front hill. Um, yep. Yeah, I do have to do probably one or two searches just because there's a couple. I think one hex maybe or two, maybe just one or two back here that um, yeah, I'm not sure about. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm pretty. Pretty confident Rich didn't put any more hip. So now I've got uh, two movement phases left. I've got a lot, not a lot of guys, but guys on the my left-hand hill, which is the, uh, what is that, the D-17 hill. So I've kind of got that surrounded a little bit. I've got some armor and infantry, but he's pretty solid there right now. Um, and then I've got some squads, too. I could also go after the, the M-19 hill. Although I think, you know, like I said, I'm pretty sure he's going to have some hip half squads in those jungle hexes. Um, so that's going to be kind of a, you know, difficult thing. But, you know, right now I'm looking, looking pretty much at D17. But I do have an option to spend some squads that way. Rich got a Tank Hunter Hero in there from D17 Brush. Across the hill and in. Bob shot a adjacent squad at 12 even and a AA gun at 12 neg. And the men too in there, none of them could quite stop him. Wounded him and he came in and he killed the tank. So don't forget your tank hunter heroes when you play the Japanese. As Bob moved a tank and bypass in a woods hex, by C16, Rich's tank, he fired main armament, missed. Bob got a bounding fire blaze on it. And Rich fired the machine guns at that bypassed woods hex just to lay the resid in for Bob's infantry. You want to fire your machine guns out of that tank? Something I don't think about a lot. Okay, everybody, up, um, up above is a photo of uh, the end of turn five, I think. 
which we're not going to discuss, so I'm just putting it up there as we continue these little snapshots of the game. If you have the uh, MP4 version that has the photos through the iTunes. Otherwise, we'll have it up on our website, as usual. Bob has rolled a tank from way up on the front hill down the road and hit the set DC, which is in front of the hidden vehicle. Let's see if they Tank Hunter Hero, which sense rules the In hex I-19 on board 2A. Go ahead, I'll just roll it and see if it matters. You're seeing if he has to Here's make a... I do not. He did not pass his normal task check to detonate it. Uh, here's the epilogue. Um, I edged Bob out. Um, he probably uh, got within uh, one turn of winning. He basically attacked the uh, the back right hill, and I had a squad in uh, B16, uh, 347, with uh, one of his tanks in there and a, and a leader, and it was going to be ambush, and if I could withdraw, I won. Um, uh, there was also one in, uh, an ambush in C uh uh, 17, where I had a squad. He had an immobilized tank. My squad was pinned, His and he had a crew in there, so he that was not going to be a good order location. I needed a good order location within two hexes of D17. In D17, he had a 667, which was CX, against my 137, which was not stealthy, but if I ambushed him, I could withdraw. But the guy he could not get there was he never got the hip guy who showed up in F16. He never bug hunted that guy. Unfortunately, his 9-2 pinned on that last turn, and his machine gun guy broke in E18, and um, so he... He didn't take that hill. He came very close to taking the other hill, however, as I, I redeployed across. Um, I, I got really lucky on the last uh, second to last turn. Well, I, I got unlucky in that my set DC did not go off from my tank hunter hero and would have killed his tank. And then his tank killed my tank, which was point blank. But then my 37 took a, an intensive fire DI shot and rolled snake eyes and immobilized his tank. Or else I think he would have won on the, on the, on the left side. Um, he uh, exposed my hip guy in L-17. Uh, he did by searching or by um, moving into the hex? He, uh, he moved right up next to me, and I probably should have stayed concealed, but I thought he was going to move into the hex because he had two more movements, so I uncloaked and shot him. Yeah. And then I pinned him, but this other guy broke me. Then he eventually uh, pinned the uh, heavy machine gun guy in N-17, but not until I had broken two of his squads. And... Um, and basically he had a hero and a squad to move in and get that. But once again, there was an 018 uh, hip squad that he never got to. And so he could never get to him. So he, he never got the. He needed another turn to get the bug hunt part out, and he would have done it. Um, but it was a very good game. It was full of lots of twos and twelves. My tank hunter heroes killed his... Um, uh, I'm sorry, this is over here. Killed his... Um, his uh, what do you call that again? Uh, this tank. Oh, uh, the... 76 L tank. Yeah, the 24, the, the Hellcat or Hellcat. You know, I, I my tank hunter has killed two of his guys. I used all six of them. And um, it was a good game all the way around. Things went back and forth with, you know, as it does in ASL. And you'd say it's pretty well evenly matched up? Well, I've I played this now twice. I, I played this as the Americans, and I took the back left hill on Jeff Coyle in the Vassal League. And it was close, but I went on the last turn. 
And then uh, this one, uh, I, I think, you know, was pretty close too. I mean, he needed one more turn. But, but the guys on the, in front on the hill that held out did their job, frankly. They lasted a long time, and they, they slowed down a lot of his troops. And by the time his guys got free of that, that front hill, he could not get to the back left hill. And, I, and I, was able, I was just able to deploy enough guys to the right hill to keep that one also. So, I, I, again, thanks for Dave for letting us do this. And Bob's always a great opponent. And um, I guess I play him in the ASL Open first round next year. So good luck. I'll see him in St. Louis. And so the uh, final dispositions were uh, Japanese 227 in 018. And then this melee in N17 with a 9 neg 1 Japanese leader and a 228 Japanese crew who was pinned. The heroic American 8 neg 1 leader. A bazooka 667 is in there in N17 with them. They were in a, in a melee. They did not resolve the melees. N18, broken, American, 546, second line squad, DM. M18, broken 666, DM. L18, 9 neg 1, L17, Broken 237 Japanese DM K18 pin 666 and American immobilized tank I20 the blazing Japanese tank in K20 the destroyed Japanese tank in K9 uh, 1 I19 I19 Japanese 237 and F16, and then next to it an F17, a broken 237 Japanese half squad DM. E18, broken American 347 with a medium machine gun DM, and a pinned 992 leader. A 137 Japanese half squad and D17 in melee with a Double time CX six six seven squad. They didn't resolve that. D nineteen, a CX MMG and three four seven Americans. C seventeen American crew and a vehicle immobilized also and a pin four four seven. They didn't resolve that melee. Or a melee here in B16 and 8 neg 1 CX with a 347 Japanese squad. So, yeah, it looked like Bob just ran out of time there. Couldn't get to clear out this back hidden guy in F16. So, I think they both played great as well as I expected. Um, they didn't miss any tricks. Bob was searching, using smoke, white phosphorus. Japanese were using white phosphorus with their mortar up front. They, um, again, Bob was searching. There were hidden units that were placed to be the end game hexes. So it does look tough for the Americans, I think. Uh, Kamikaze Gorge got uh, just that six turns. Bob moved real quick to get to this hill on the hill. Um, well, technically, I think it's hill 523 in hex C17. Or actually, that's Hill 509 in C-17. And he almost even took 491, Hill 491 over an M-19. Uh, 
with having to clear the Japanese when you don't know where they are, you need that extra time to search or something there or run dudes through all those hexes. So, well, I want to thank those guys for sticking it out. Um, <clears throat> oh, in M2, there was a broken 346 American and a 546 American. I think, unless they just move those out of the way to play the end game. Um, I have to credit them for sticking it out. I We set the game for like 11, and then I sent, I attached directions to my house to an email to Rich, and it had a time on it that said, see you at 6.30 or 7. I didn't realize I had the time on the directions. I thought it was a generic gen, um, direction sheet of paper. So Rich was um, late because of my mistake getting out here by an hour and that pushed us into dinner time and I had to go pick up kids and I was so I was running around it well I left mid game and uh, to pick up my son and his group had gone out for ice cream it was half an hour late there and then I left right at 5:30 in the last turn uh, to again to drop off pick up one kid and drop off the other and it was a rush hour so, <clears throat> my apologies, gentlemen, and uh, certainly thank you guys for sticking out, playing a great game. And Bob had to leave while I was out, so I didn't get to get his epilogue, but um, I think we know what he would be saying. So, sorry, Bob, but thanks for playing. On that last photograph, uh, we left things spread out a little more than they were in the other photographs, uh, so you can kind of maybe see deeper into the stacks. So, until next time... Roll low and rally well, but not when you're playing us guys. Bye-bye, everyone.